0: Hi everyone, it's Dan. I'm one of the new co-hosts for How to College First Gen. You may have listened to my recent episode, Taking Time Off. In this episode, I'll be telling you about my first gen story. Some pretty basic information about me is the following: I'm 22 years old. I work for Minds and Matter in New York City. I graduated from the University of Pennsylvania with a major in Health and Societies, a concentration in Public Health, and a minor in Fine Arts. I love to cook, bike, draw, take photos and play video games. I have an older and younger sister, I'm an uncle, and I consider myself Afro Latino. I want to give a general content warning. My story involves adverse childhood experiences and how they would later impact my mental health in college and beyond. I hope that by sharing a little bit about myself that you find solidarity and inspiration along your first gen journey. With that, let's dive in. My first-gen story doesn't really begin until the fourth grade, when I moved to Cleveland, Ohio, where my mother, sister, and I would live with my aunt and uncle and their three kids. Prior to that, I had lived in the Bronx, New York, and Stamford, Connecticut, with my mom, sister, and my sister's dad. Just after the 2008 housing crisis, my parents had had a really hard time sustaining our way of living, and they decided to split up. That summer before the move, my mother, sister, and I would jump between the three aunts who lived in New York and Connecticut. Every week, I would spend time with some of my many cousins while my mom would work on figuring out our situation. By the way, I have over 10 aunts and uncles and over 40 cousins. I'm Puerto Rican, so that's normal. Ultimately, my mom came to an agreement with my uncle and we decided to move into his home. That summer changed everything for me. New town, new school, new family, and a new way of viewing life. Prior to Cleveland, I was pretty unaware of the hardships that my parents had to go through to provide for me and my sister. As I would continue to grow up, I would continue to watch my mom work so hard to find a job and take care of my sister and I by herself. Just as I was starting to get used to things in the fourth grade, my mom had introduced us to her new boyfriend. He had definitely made a difference in our lives and helped us get out of my uncle's home. Although things were not as great as they seemed, this new father figure had an alcohol addiction that would prove to make things even more disruptive for us. Over the next two years, the three of us would move a few more times before breaking off this relationship. Eventually, my sister's dad would come back to live with us and things started to get a little better. By the time this had all happened, I had changed schools three times, moved five times, and been homeless twice. At this point, focusing on my education was the only thing that would ground me. As I started the sixth grade, I made a vow not to change schools, and even if we moved, I would do my best to stay at the same school, even if it meant taking a longer bus to school. Luckily for me, we wouldn't have to move again for a while. This allowed me to make more long-lasting friendships and build stronger relationships with my teachers. In middle school, I had been part of the Gifted and Talented program, which was basically an honors program. It was challenging at first, but I ultimately ended up starting to get all A's and was recognized by my teachers for my hard work. For high school, I didn't really have a strong preference. I didn't even know that you could apply to high schools, and it was definitely overwhelming to pick one. It wasn't until one of my best friends, who, plot twist, would later return to my life and become my fiance, um, had recommended I apply to her school. She went to the Cleveland School of Science and Medicine at John Hay. She was a year ahead of me, and I really enjoyed being her friend. It was also this friendship that would jumpstart a series of dominoes that led me to where I am today. When I went to apply for John Hay, I had to take an entrance exam. After completing the exam, the guidance counselor, Ms. Dalvin, had pulled me aside to congratulate me on my test scores. Apparently, not only had I scored exceptionally high in my state benchmarks, but I had also gotten a 21 in the ACT. At the time, I really didn't know what I was doing and didn't even know what it was. I wouldn't learn until much later that that's pretty impressive for a middle school student to do. For context, at the time, the average ACT score in Cleveland was a 17 for high school students. Miss Dalvern was so amazed that she introduced me to some of the first-year teachers, such as the math teacher, the physical science teacher, and the English teacher. It was in this moment that I knew I wanted to go to John Hay. Miss Dalvern and the teachers at John Hay would prove to be some of my strongest advocates throughout my high school career. Miss Dalvern was actually the person who recommended me to apply to this program called Minds Matter Cleveland. Minds Matter is a national nonprofit that supports low-income, high-achieving students apply to college and make an impact in their communities. The Cleveland chapter offered mentorship, ACT test prep, and subsidized summer college programs. It was through Minds Matter that I met my mentors, Cody and Alex, and would attend the Harvard Summer Scholars Program and the Yale Young Global Scholars Program, free of charge. Through Minds Matter, I would raise my ACT score from a 21 to a 33. Minds Matter also supported me in applying to QuestBridge in which I became a college prep scholar and I matched to the University of Pennsylvania through the national college match. Before applying to Penn, I hardly knew what the Ivy League was. It was actually through another college prep program, the College Now Greater Cleveland Top Scholars Program, that I would get to go on a college tour and visit different schools. It was actually when we first visited Penn that I heard the term first gen. The program coordinator had somehow organized a tour with a new student group on campus called Penn First. Penn First was a student group that focused on supporting students who were first in their family to go to college or who came from a low-income background. The acronym FGLI is what they used, or Figly. They were one of the main reasons why I applied to Penn, other than the fact that it was an Ivy League, which I still hardly knew what that meant. I'm just going to mention some other things about my high school experience before moving on. For my academics, my high school did not have an overwhelming amount of AP classes, but I took the ones that I could. I also took dual enrollment classes at two local universities, Cleveland State University and Case Western Reserve University. I also took Latin and Greek, which was pretty random for a poor public school. I apparently got into the top 0.5 percentile for getting a perfect score in the National Latin Exam in my sophomore year. For my extracurriculars, I worked at the Great Lakes Science Center and was a research assistant in case for two years in the Center for Layered Polymeric Systems. I also learned how to grant write and led a small after-school program focused on sexual health education and positive relationships. When it came to scholarships, I didn't apply for too many because by being a QuestBridge scholar, you basically get a full ride, but I did win a couple of smaller local scholarships that helped with indirect costs. Both Minds Matter and College Now were pivotal to my college application success because neither of my parents had gone to college. Both of them actually got their GEDs later after having dropped out of high school. Going away to college was a major shift for me. While I had had short-term college experiences, I was finally beginning to be independent and figuring things out on my own. I actually went away for college earlier than most. Penn has the pre-freshman program, which is a summer program that is part of the Penn College Achievement Program, or PennCAP. In the pre-freshman program, or PFP, I was one of a 100 students who came from diverse backgrounds, who got to take introductory courses, learn about the various campus resources, and explore the greater Philadelphia area. PFP also had a mentoring component, where you would meet with an upperclassman to get more acclimated to the university. PENCAP as a whole was actually a four-year program that offered unique resources and opportunities that ultimately helped me stay in school and graduate on time. The staff was super helpful, and having a community of students helped me feel like I had someone to talk to, no matter where I was. I even became a peer mentor to help run the pre freshman program two summers in a row. Remember Penn First, the student group I mentioned when I first applied to Penn? Well, I definitely got involved with them as soon as classes started. Penn First already had its first board, but they allowed other Figley students to visit their board meetings and listen in and get more involved. I attended every week, and I ultimately became a freshman liaison to help spread the word about our events and recent advocacy efforts. Throughout the rest of my undergraduate career, I would be part of Penn First, and I would talk to administrators about the needs of Figley students and provide direct support and guidance to the growing community. Three really big things to come out of Penn First were the Figley program, the Penn First Plus office, and an overall growing community around being first-gen. The Figley program was a resource at the Greenfield Intercultural Center, where I also worked during the second half of my college career. The Figley program provided direct services to students, such as the Figley textbook library, summer storage program, and food pantry. I actually helped run the summer storage program for two years, helping connect over 300 students to significantly subsidized summer storage options. In my junior year, Penn First Plus was announced as a university-wide initiative to make all of university life more inclusive and accessible for first-generation and low-income students. In the four years of my time at Penn, the Figley experience had radically changed, and I'm so honored to have played a small role in affecting that change. While my involvement in the Figley community took up a large part of my time at Penn, I was also obviously a student. Like a great deal of Figley students, I initially struggled academically. My high school didn't prepare me for the academic rigor of an Ivy League school. Furthermore, I had had limited exposure to the opportunities and paths to pursuing college. At first, I thought I was pre-med. At the Cleveland School of Science and Medicine where I went, they basically give you a white coat and tell you you're going to be a doctor. But after doing poorly in a number of STEM classes, I definitely had to start to reconsider. Struggling academically really gave me a bad case of imposter syndrome. I felt as if I was letting everyone down who had helped me get this far. I had been attending counseling sessions throughout my entire sophomore year, and things weren't getting any better. Ultimately, I decided to drop being pre-med and focus on my interest in public health, which I had actually had the whole time. Back in high school, another mentor of mine had introduced me to the concept of social determinants of health, and it had fascinated me. When looking for courses, I came across a major called Health and Societies that had classes on these exact topics. During my sophomore year, I had taken two of these classes, and they were the only things that seemed to go right that year. In my junior year, I took a leap of faith and took almost all Health and Societies courses. To my good fortune, it was a great fit, and I really turned things around. I went from getting a 1.5 GPA in my sophomore spring semester to getting a 3.3 in my junior fall semester. Right around the end is when the COVID-19 pandemic had really taken a hold of the United States. While everyone was forced off campus and to take classes remotely, I had already lived off campus. Initially, learning online was difficult, but I pulled it all together in the end. I even managed to get all A's in my final semester. At the beginning of the pandemic, when everything was in chaos, a lot of Figley students were displaced and didn't have anywhere to go. Thanks to the collaboration of me and some of my classmates, we were able to crowdsource around $5,000 to support over 40 students in the need of immediate support. I also worked to generally keep the Penn administration accountable to the larger community of over 1,000 Figley students. I think it was a culmination of these efforts to support the community that ultimately led me to receive some of my senior awards upon graduation. I got three awards, all for my leadership and service to the community. I only say this because I feel like it's a pretty big deal. Not only was I the first in my family to go to college, but I also got to graduate debt-free and made a pretty big name for myself there. I honestly can't give thanks enough to all those who helped me along the way, from my very first mentors to all the different teachers and professors I had along the way, and even to my scholarship donor, and Anashees Shaw. Some other quick tips I want to share about my time at Penn. One, is that it's super important to ask for help. Two, budget wisely. As someone who got a full ride to attend college, I had to make sure that I was using my money efficiently to cover unexpected costs, like summer housing or getting a new phone. It was due to my resourcefulness that I basically was able to buy myself four months of extra time to look for jobs without stressing about where I was gonna go. And then the last thing is stick to your gut. If you're having doubts about your major, it's okay to change. Not only did I decide to switch from being pre-med to majoring in healthless societies, I also decided to tack on a fine arts minor. After graduating from Penn during the COVID-19 pandemic, I committed myself 100% to the job search that I had started earlier that spring. I had three goals for myself. One was to network with more Penn alumni and conduct informational interviews to learn more about my career interests. Two, volunteer my time in a meaningful way to further develop my skills. And three, find something to do part-time to help buy myself more time if I need it. Thankfully, I was able to find two really meaningful summer opportunities. The first was to become a program assistant for the Penn Virtuals Provost Summit. Mentorship Program, where I mentored over 30 Figley high school students from Philly about the college application process. I also stumbled into a role as an Executive Assistant to the Executive Director of COVID Watch, an app that uses Bluetooth technology to send exposure notification alerts about COVID. After the summer wrapped up, I would then move back to Cleveland to start as an AmeriCorps member serving College Now Greater Cleveland's mentoring program. About two months into the role, I would get an email and phone call from the executive director of the Minds Matter New York City chapter, Erica. We had actually met earlier that year during a dinner party with my scholarship donor, Sapna Ashish Shah, and had already talked about this role, but I had written it off due to the pandemic. Fortunately for me, Erica was still interested in hiring. I interviewed and got the job the next day. It's been about four months since I started working for Minds Matter New York as a program assistant, and I'm absolutely loving it. It feels amazing to give back to a program that gave so much to me. I'm looking forward to growing more in my role in supporting other first-gen students. I also joined How to College First Gen around the same time, and this has been an equally rewarding experience for me to continue to reflect on my journey as I interview guests on various topics. As far as what's next for me, stay tuned. Until next time, Dan.